Well, greetings, dear podcast listeners. For 50 years later with me, Jim Bumgardner. I'm extremely glad to be talking to you today. And boy, do I have some stuff to catch you up on. My goodness gracious. And the title of this uh, particular podcast is The Three-Headed Dragon, and a book that you really, really, really need to experience. All that and more coming up on this edition of 50 Years Later with me, Jim Bumgardner. Well, hello there, my podcast listening friends. Thank you so very much for tuning in once again to 50 Years Later with me, Jim Bumgardner. I truly and sincerely appreciate every single one of you out there who are checking this one out. And boy, I've got a lot to catch you up on. It's been a long seven-day run. Now, this is day eight. You'll notice in the description that we are moved into season nine, episode one, when it comes to the labeling of the podcast. And that was kind of by design beforehand that I was going to kind of change the seasons out by month. I think I'm going to stay with that. I like that. Uh, it helps me stay organized too on where I am with the episodes. But now the topic of today is the three-headed dragon and a book you need to experience. Okay, again, the past week has just been crazy on my end. Just to kind of do it in a nutshell for you, last Tuesday, we uh, experienced a winter weather event that uh, sucked a lot. And as such... Uh, uh, here, I'll do the recap for you. Okay, so I left the day job, but I thought was in time to miss the hit, if you will. A lot of snow and slush and ice and sleet and all that. Well, I almost made it. Almost. I got like a mile from the house, and then the car decided that it was uh, not going to cooperate anymore because of the road conditions. Nothing got hurt. I didn't get hurt. No one else got hurt. That was good. But the car did get stranded, uh, and that led to Wednesday getting the car out. Okay, so made that happen, no problem. Got the car home, didn't need a tow truck, just worked it out. So we made that. Then, and I trying to remember, I do believe it was Thursday, because again, it's been a whirlwind, guys. Oh yeah, we lost power too, that's right. So we lost power, that sucked terribly, and uh, because, well, we live in an electric world, and the only bad thing about it, more than anything, because we had somewhere to go, but all our critters at the house, well, they stayed warm, wasn't a problem, but it uh, it sucked. <laughs> it just did. But the energy folks, they did a great job getting the power restored in a timely manner. We were out for about a day and a half, but you know what? It could have been a whole lot worse, and anyone who's going through that or been through that, you know, I feel you, brother, and I know you're going to be all right. Just keep your head up. And uh, so Thursday it was. My father-in-law took a sick turn it was crazy out of nowhere he got six no that was wednesday okay that was wednesday because he took me to get my car and in the process of doing that he started feeling ill feeling ill and that wound up culminating to him having to go to the er by way of ambulance i mean it was that like what the hell is going on here thankfully though everything is good okay but still don't know exactly what happened other than it looks like it was a severe stomach bug. Very severe stomach bug. So severe, in fact, that, I mean, he was, he was, he's not the type, man. I mean, he's a, he's one of them old school buck and bronc kind of guys. So, uh, barbarian, if you will. And, uh, anyway, it knocked him down. But, got back, doing good. Next day, that was Thursday. That is, the power came back, we got back home, and then my daughter, she got sick pretty much not as severe as my father-in-law needed to go to the ER and whatnot, but she was very, very sick. A lot of vomiting and everything else. I hate using that word, but I'm telling you a story. I got to give all the, all the details. 
then it's like, okay, now mind you, all this time I'm off work from the day job before I took vacation time because there was just no way I was going to try to traverse all this nonsense. Made it through the weekend. Everything seemed to be calming down. Then lo and behold, here comes another round of the winter weather. Now, I'd already made preparations. The, uh, the electric folks had already made their preparations to make sure nothing could get on the power lines. They really worked very, very, very diligently to ensure that the problems of the days prior didn't happen again. And it worked out. But got landlocked and everything. So a little bit of cabin fever. A lot of the goals and everything I've been wrestling with and wrangling with were wrestling and wrangling with me even more it's like i couldn't get my head straight but i was trying maybe i was trying too hard and overthinking a few things here a few things there but 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 once i decided okay this is stupid let it go and i did and i also was really plugging in to a book from bob proctor that i cannot recommend nearly enough whether you read it whether you listen to it well, it's probably a YouTube video as well, but take the time. I'm telling you, you need to experience this book. It did a world of wonder for me, worlds of wonder in opening my eyes to everything that, again, it's what you already know, but until you hear it from somebody else, it's hard for it to stick. Well, this time it definitely stuck. The name of the book is It's Not About the Money by Bob Proctor. Look it up. It's not about the money. And that is so incredible. That, that message alone is so important to me because one of the things in all of my outings throughout my entire career, and it was, and it's a mistake too. Um, but I never concerned myself with the money. But let me finish that up. I never concerned myself with the money for all the wrong reasons. Okay, for me, when I would, I come from a background like a lot of you folks out there, to where you know. The, the rich guy must have got it badly, did bad things to people, swindle them, hustle them, la da 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 And that's why I've always, up until now, have had a problem when it comes to asking for the money. I never had a problem closing a sale, per se, for someone else. But for myself, no, I didn't want to be that guy. I didn't want to be that greedy dude. And uh, I never will be, because I'm not. And that's the thing. That's where I made the mistake for so long. And it was all a part of coming to the reality that I had a paradigm that I'd been living that was programmed in my head that I had to break through. And thanks to that book, It's Not About the Money from Bob Proctor. Again, go experience it today. It opened my eyes to that. And I've heard it before, the paradigm shifting and control your paradigm, control your... Da, da, da. I've heard that a million and one times and you may have too. But sometimes it takes a million times before you finally click and it all makes sense and you get it and you can internalize it and you can, you can move forward from that point. And that's what's really, really, really worked for me. And that's why I'm stressing you experience that book, whether it's an audiobook version on Amazon Kindle or excuse me, Amazon Audible or the ebook, the Kindle version, or go get the hard copy paperback, whatever you can do to get that one in front of you as soon as you can, because I promise you, it will help you. It really will. And the reason I'm so adamant about that is because I know it helped me. And it's one of those things. If it can help me, I know it can help you. Because if you're searching and you're wondering why you keep hitting the wall, why you keep hitting that wall? Why can't you get through there? And there's normally a long list of things that will that, that you can list if you're honest with yourself and you're mindful of what's going on inside of your head. 
and we can make a lot of strides there. But then until it's acknowledging it is one thing, but then understanding its root, the paradigm that you're living under, and then rewriting your own paradigm, the paradigm that is you, the real you, the one that's experienced the things that have allowed you to have your real observation and opinion, not the ones that you've been told that you believe to be true because people said it over and over and over, the repetition of it. Well, that repetition can be done by you as well, and that's part of changing your paradigm. And so I, I could go on and on about that, but I won't do it today because I want to get to the meat of this three-headed dragon story. But again, Bob Proctor's It's Not About the Money. Audiobook, paperback book, Kindle edition, whatever. Get it in front of you. Experience that book. Now, with the three-headed dragon that I'm speaking of is I've been wrestling in the most asinine way possible trying to figure out how to cramp what I was wanting to do with my outreaches because okay as you long-term listeners of the podcast know and especially in the last season I was clarifying that this shows a podcast about nothing but all at the same time and the reason I did that is because I wanted to keep it open to where there was the variety factor of it you know I didn't want to lock myself into a particular genre even though you have to you have to if you are out there in in for public consumption and you are doing like I am doing and what my goal has always been since the first time I got serious behind a microphone 30 plus years ago is you've got to speak to your audience and if you're trying to speak a million and one different things it's just not going to work it just won't it can't grow it, it's just stupid and I was being very stupid and one of the dumbest things that I held on to is a false sense of purpose in my direction for jimstoybox.com, okay? Again, quick backstory. Uh, way back 2010, 2011, when I fired it up, it was to learn how to blog and figure out what that was all about, and I did, and I used toys, action figures specifically, 8-inch action figures specifically, or even more specifically, uh, as my subject matter. And then I just kind of ran with that, and I stuck with that. And it did well. It really did. In the early years, it was great. It led to doors opening up, doing professional reviews for different companies. And it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it a lot. But then I held on to that for too long. And I wanted to keep cramming things into it. At one point, I lost the domain because uh, I just didn't care to renew. I got burnt out, whatever. Um, because I was bored with just the topic itself. And I was trying to crush some other things in there like I tried to do again to kind of broaden its appeal. And it just wasn't going to work. But then after a couple of years, I wound up being able to get the domain back. And so JimStoyBox.com became available again. And I snatched it back up and off to the races I went about two years ago. <coughs> Excuse me. So with that said, um, I was just hell-bent for leather to make that work that way. I've got the domain. I'll use that domain and point everybody to that domain. Well, sure, but that's not really beneficial to everyone, or anyone for that matter, I should say. And it wasn't. But in this process of really, really, really understanding my head, the paradigm I was living, and the paradigm that I'm now living, I realized that to add value for your time and attention, to go to jimsoybox.com, it needs to have some kind of purpose that goes beyond what I was doing. And so what I've done, and with the one head of this dragon 
is I've created a platform to where it's about the problems that I personally have evolved into when it comes to collecting anything. Like I say, my one thing is I love the action figure stuff. I just do. I love the art of it more than anything else. I love what the imagery inspires in me to create. I like that a lot. But my wife, she too is a collector of sorts. And my daughter, of course, by default, <laughs> she learned our paradigm. And um, she's a bit of a collector too. And so we're overran with a lot of stuff. So there was the problem. And I know that that is a problem for a whole lot of collectors out there. Especially the lifelongers, man. It's like you get a lot of stuff that means a lot to you. But what do you do with it? I know for a fact that you're going to box it up and stack it up. Because you can't possibly display it all. Because, well, you were very serious about your hobby. I know we have been. So, anyway, so I'm dedicating Jim Toy Jim's Toy Box 3.0 as a place to go to learn ideas and suggestions for, you know, organizing, storing, and displaying your stuff. I found that to be the most beneficial thing I can do. Plus, I can share parts of our journey in getting all that going, too. So that's what you'll see there. Now, the second head, and again, I had to break this thing up because I was trying to put everything into one, and that was silly. Bad programming. But what I've done, though, is I have two other heads of this dragon, and they are the two other heads that mean the most to me. They're topics that I sincerely enjoy. I sincerely enjoy talking about and exploring. And in doing so, I know that talking about these topics... There's a lot of you folks out there who share these same interests, and I believe I can add something to the space as far as talking about it and doing things with it and encouraging you and helping you along the way in certain aspects of it. Now, let's get to the heads specifically. Uh, the first one, I'm going to go with the uh, Uncovering the Secrets of the Supernatural. Now, that is all about everything that is considered abnormal, paranormal, conspiracy, conjecture, all these things, in a lot of ways, that have now been proven true, <laughs> thanks to you know, it's just it's the world has changed so much since 2020 that everything you thought was a conspiracy is looking to be more and more true every day. Now, how far will that go? We're only time will tell. But I do know that the things that I've been researching, experiencing, and exploring for over 30 years—I'm talking like 40 years—ever since I was a kid. Um, hey, man. It, it, here it is. It's in your face. It's mainstream news now. It's commonplace. And so all the being called crazy all those years ago, man, who's crazy now? There you go. You might be going crazy now that you realize it, but sorry, dude, I warned you. Um, so that, that website has been set up and established. I do not have an official domain for it, but it is linked through all my other outings that are coming because my wife is going to be handling all of the social media stuffs because I don't like it. I don't want to do it. I just don't. I did it 10 years-ish and had some success with it, but I also had the trappings and beatings of it, and I don't want that again, so I'm not going to, but I do know it's a necessary evil. Alicia, on the other hand, she's good at it. She likes it, and she can stay better in control than I can. She can get as emotional about it as I do, so she's going to handle that part for me, and I truly appreciate her doing that. So, that will be something of very, I, you know, because the topics involved are going to kind of go beyond the things that I've done before. You know, I've done a lot, and I'm going to explore some of those topics and see where they are today. Uh, because I think it's kind of important to have that perspective of time to look at those things. The third one is really what this podcast is going to be 
more focused on. I'll give you updates on the other two, but I know that's such a niche genre things there. But this one, this one right here is the most important of the three to me personally because I know in this space here is where I can make the biggest impact. It is the most important impact I could ever partake in. And that is in the personal development space. Okay? I don't like the term self-help. I don't like that. It's To me, that term, it's, like I say, every term at one point or another has been stigmatized for various reasons. Normally, unsightly characters and unsavory characters who've done really crappy things and really co-opted a word that really made it suck. But personal development, I like. I still like the, 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 the phrase personal development because that's more honest. If you buy a book from Bob Proctor or Earl Nightingale or Tony Robbins or any of the modern folks out there, um, guess what? You know, it's it, it can help you. It can. As long as you keep an open mind and it's personal development. It's not them totally holding your hand. Anybody who says they're going to totally hold your hand in this process, they are lying to you. And most likely they're trying to charge you a lot more money than you're going to get out of it. Okay? A lot more cash value than use value. you got to flip it on its head. Make sure you get enough use value versus the cash value that you're spending. And we'll be talking about those things too. Now, this is coming underneath the theme of, you know, on being on a quest for superpowers. Because you, my friend, me, my friend, we all are far more than we realize. It's true. It absolutely is. It is a truth that after all these years, almost 50 years, man, that I've come to embrace as a fact because I can prove it. I've seen it. I've done it. I've experienced it. And no, it's not, you know, leaping tall buildings in a single bound, faster than a locomotive, able to, you know, slap down a bullet. No, I ain't talking about that. Don't even think about that. I'm not that kind of crazy. But I do know that the superpowers that are inside of you in your mind and the power of that that's real it's so real in fact that you do have it in you if you are so inclined and it's your purpose and vision if you are hell-bent on being the one who comes up with the iron man suit you can do it because people already have and where did that come from it came from the power of the mind the imagination I've been pushing that so hard, and that's the thing. My three keys haven't changed a bit because they are exactly 100% true in uh, imagination, belief, and action. And that is the root of all personal development. Whether you have any particular favorite person that you've listened to over the years or tried to listen to, or even went to one of their seminars, programs, workshops, etc., and didn't get any results, because I don't think you listened right, I want you to listen again. And I'm going to reiterate a lot of the things that you've heard over and over again in that and from that space. Why? Because it works. And I want to see you achieve it. Just like I am. And just like everybody in my circle that will listen. Because not everybody who listens will hear. And that's a fact. Again, it's amazing. Once you start opening your... I mean, we talk about enlightenment. And enlightenment is one of those terms that is sketchy in a way because of so many different ways it can be defined. You know? For me at this point, I'm not using that term yet because I don't know. I don't know. I, again, because the term is so 
widely used in different manners. So I can't really say. But I do know my eyes have opened up and really drank in the reality of the situations that I've been in and experienced and done. And right now especially, because I saw the biggest block of all that I thought I had overcome and I was wrong. But now I know and now I'm making it right. Your paradigm, your paradigm, another word that was used to death, but your paradigm that you're living under right now is one you need to question. If you feel like you're hitting a wall, that's your paradigm. If you feel you can't get what you want, that's a paradigm that someone else told you. The elements inside of it are the things that other people told you and then they repeated it and then you repeated it over and over and over and over again. And I know I'm going to do my part in that to help you rewrite your own. And that's simply by pointing out the obvious. The paradigm you're living under doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Let's get real. Let's get honest with ourselves. And so, and that is a superpower. And you will be superpowered when it's done. But more importantly than even all of that, because I want to see every single person who ever listens to this podcast or reads anything I write or any movie I make about this, I want you to be able to share the message and the lessons with your children and all the children that you're in contact with because these are the lessons they need to know. We know firsthand because we were children once and I can assure you none of us were taught this. None of us. And that's a damn shame. That's a crime really. For all the years that we spend in school as far as the way society is structured whether you went to public or private doesn't matter. The only ones who had a snowball's chance in that were the homeschoolers and that's still a relatively new thing. But we didn't get the information that will benefit us the most. I mean, hell, even topically in society today, they don't teach a kid how to balance a checkbook, how to buy a house, you know? Or do the things that you're supposed to do inside of this particular society. They waste so much of a kid's time. They really do. If you really look at the things that kids are taught over the span of 12 years... You can narrow it down to just a handful of things that matter, reading, writing, and arithmetic. But then all the other things, now I'm not talking about extracurricular activities such as the arts, math, and sports, or or, excuse me, the arts and sports and things like that. That's important. That is. It's very important. Whether you're on one side of that fence or the other, or you do both, great. What I'm talking about is the wasted time and not teaching the lessons that matter most. And these lessons that I'm talking about are the ones that you need to better yourself because you can better yourself because it's who you're supposed to be in the first place. And if you can get this into the mind of children first and foremost, no matter what age they are, if you got a six-year-old, great, go for it. If you have a newborn, even better. If you have a 16-year-old, definitely. Because they're being told so much other stuff by so many outside influences that they believe it, just like you did, and just like you probably still do. And that, my friends, is what we have to all overcome to get past all the noise that we hear and we see nowadays. You know, it's funny because a lot of my friends that I talk to, we we are all kind of, not necessarily arrested development per se, but when it comes to pop culture, there's a bit of a, there's a disconnect when it comes to reality versus what we were told. We all... A lot, of, I'll say a mass majority of people will still say there's a good old days when certain things were done the right way. 
that's not really true. It was comfortable. It seemed that everything flowed good. But when you really look at it, nah, not really. One was covering up the other was the other. And that was kind of the thing, you know. But we didn't know any better. And that's not to say that everything in the past was bad. Not by a long shot. Because it led us to where we are individually. Now, as a society, there are issues inside of it now that are just mind-numbing to me that we've gotten to this point. But how did we? Because people still trust something that was given to us and by default had established trust built in. Never questioning, never worrying. We got complacent. We got comfortable and we did it. We all did it. Many, most, are still doing it today. Blindly trusting the box. The talking heads on there. Never forget, those people who are talking on those boxes, they're there for a paycheck, brother. They're there for a paycheck. And when you're there, when you're anywhere for a paycheck, there's about there's an amount of compromise that's going on in your motivations. I can admit that. I go to my day job right now. You know why? Because I like the people. I appreciate the company. It's not a bad place to be as far as day jobs go. But the reality is I'm there for a paycheck that ensures that as everything continues to be where I want it to be in my creative outlets, in my teaching outlets, I got to keep the lights on and keep survival mode to a bare minimum because that's so very important too that a lot of those quote-unquote gurus will get you sidetracked on. Keep the day jobs. You can keep the lights on because when you're in survival mode, it's damn hard to create and I've been there and done that too many times but I can admit that now because I'll never do it again but I know I'm dedicated to my cause because my purpose I see my vision and that vision ain't nothing gonna stop it because I know it helps me and in turn it helps you and as it helps you it helps everybody involved and I'm hoping that's a whole lot of people and now I understand why so many of those folks inside of that personal development sphere are all saying the same thing. Well, why wouldn't you? Because it's true. It makes sense to repeat it. Some of it may be a little bit... And for me, it's still a tough pill to swallow, and we'll talk about those too. And we'll explore them, and we'll look at them. We'll see what does work, and what may be total crap. I don't know, but we're going to find out together. But more importantly, I really want the absolute best for you, and me, and all of us, as we continue to grow and learn and do every single day but now i'm at the point where i need to cut off the podcast and get ready to go to the day job tie up some loose ends before i get there and again strongly encourage you number one go to jimsoybox.com watch what's going on follow the links until the other new links are there but it's going to be an interesting journey i think you're going to enjoy and learn something from and experience bob proctor's it's not about the money audio book paperback book kindle book youtube video don't care look that one up it's not about the money experience that book you'll be glad you did i'll be glad you did hell everybody will be glad you did because once it sticks you're going to be unstoppable and truly super powered so until the next show everybody have a great one it's been 50 years later but boy it's getting sweeter every day with me jim bumgarner